welcome, welcome to Freaked Out with your co-host, Liz and Landon. What's up, everybody? Today, we are covering the case of Vanessa Guillen. This is one of those cases I'm afraid to look into based on a lot of corruption, but I'm over white America and white America bullshit. What definitely pisses me off is that our police officers and our military focus harder on taking down drug-related things and traffic-related things than what is actually going on behind the scenes. I agree. We just assume that the military is going to be the safe haven for us, but they kind of just let anybody in, and it doesn't matter if they have mental health problems or not. There are so many problems with race. There's so many problems with ethnic backgrounds. There's many problems surrounding the military, and if we don't fit in their white America box, you sometimes get excluded. The military definitely likes to hide things going on behind the scenes. They don't want a bad reputation, but things seem to be happening everywhere. Well, let's get started. Vanessa Guillen was 20 years old from Houston, Texas. She was born on September 30th, 1999 to her parents who originated from Mexico. She had five siblings. Guillen attended Hartman Middle School and according to her family, graduated from high school in 2018 and in the top 15% of her class. She played soccer, loved to jog, and enjoyed sports and learning. Vanessa joined the United States Army in June of 2018. She trained as a 91F small arms and artillery repairer. Vanessa was trying to keep her issues in the military under wraps and didn't want her family to feel like she was failing or that she couldn't handle it because they were already very stressed out with the idea of her being in the military and she hadn't been there very long to begin with. The murder of Vanessa Guillen took place inside an armory at Fort Hood, Texas on April 22nd, 2020 when she was bludgeoned to death by another soldier, Aaron David Robinson. Vanessa had been missing for over two months when some of her dismembered remains were found buried along the Leon River on June 30th. Upon hearing about the discovery, Robinson fled Fort Hood and fatally shot himself when law enforcement attempted to apprehend him nearby. Cecilia Arguilar, a local woman identified by authorities as Robinson's girlfriend, was taken into custody and alleged to have assisted him in dismembering and burying Vanessa's body. On July 2nd of 2020, Aguilar was charged with one federal count of conspiracy to tamper with evidence. On July 13th, 2021, she was indicted on 11 counts by the federal grand jury. On November 29th, 2022, Sicily pled guilty to accessory to murder after the fact and three counts of making a false statement. I can tell you this. Her family's love for her and their support for each other was really what led them to getting answers. Honestly, I feel as though if they had not put a lot of pressure on the situation, that her remains may have never been found, or even this woman being charged today. I definitely agree with that, and they really had no idea what they were going up against when they thought that the military would be protecting their own, including Vanessa. I really hate to say this because this is not everyone in the military. There are so many incredibly human beings in the military that put their lives on the line every single day to help keep the country safe. But there are a lot of people in the military that have 
way too much power and very unstable. Speaking of the military, there is lack of interest in assisting her in the case and coming to her aid when everything was hush-hush. They really weren't going to do anything to assist other than keeping all the details quiet. Yes, it was only after June 2020 that the military had made a video about her. You know, it only took two months for them to do that. They should have made a video the moment they realized that she was not there and unaccounted for. Military claimed to have completed their own investigation, which is bullshit, and never once did they do anything. I think they asked a couple of people if they had seen her, and that was about it. They handled it in the same way other cases handled missing people or abused people or sexual assaults. They write up a report, and that's about it. I feel as though they knew it was Robinson quite early. I really feel like someone had suggested for him to take his own life because although he may have been the one to do it to her, I feel like there were a few people in higher authoritative positions that had a connection to Robinson. They were also sexually harassing her at one point. And I feel like this is where Robinson felt entitled to all of this empowerment when it came to her. I feel like Robinson had caused a lot of problems, not just sexual harassment of other women, but a lot of issues as well in the military, and they really just ignored it. I definitely agree with that. I feel like there is somebody in a more authoritative position that knows much more than they're letting on. But from what I can tell you, there is a pact within the military that everyone keeps quiet. It doesn't matter what happens. You say nothing. Especially when it comes to your superior, because depending on how much you protect your superior depends on how you eventually obtain a better ranking and a better job opportunities. All right. So were you able to connect with Vanessa? I almost wasn't able to connect with her. She's not very interested in communicating with a medium type deal, but I think she's going to do it so far for her family more than anything else. I also definitely got that impression from her. Now, before we even talk about anything that happened in this particular situation, she just wants to express how incredibly proud of her family she is. She said that she had the best mom, the best sisters. She had the best boyfriend. She says that all of you have blown her away. She was always one to fight her hardest, whether it be grades or her military school or even just accomplishing goals with education and soccer and things along those lines. But her family's dedication just blew her away. She knows that everyone in the family is extremely hardworking and always puts everyone else above their own needs every single time. But she says this was beyond anything she ever expected. Her sisters are definitely rock stars and they're still working very hard. She is proud of every single one of them, and she just wants everyone to know that she keeps showing me her little sister, the youngest one. She worried about her the most. She worried about everybody else too, of course, but this little sister was her heart. She shows me that she started to become a woman, and she just wants her to know that regardless of who she ends up with in her life, she says she will always love and support her. She's telling me to tell you all that she will continue to protect them. There is a little saint, I believe, that they carry around with them that represents her, and it makes her happy. She said she is so attached to her family, and she's so beautiful, and she has such an awesome job now. A very nice message to her family. Is she ready to go into any sort of details of this particular situation? 
She is, and she's making me a little nervous about talking about some of the details because she's a proud woman and strong and has a lot of shame from different angles. So there's a lot to cover here. All right, well, let's start off at the beginning of things, how things transpired with her in the military. Well, she shows me that she had a lot of friends and that there were a lot of people within the military walls that really did have her back and that were proud of her. They had met in school, some that she had met on the base, and she says that there were just a lot of people that she spent time with and had so much fun with, and they made everything that was stressful and hard worth it to her. She wishes that she could have spent more time with her friends. They always provided protection for her, even if it was just them being around when she was feeling mentally insecure. It wasn't always that way, though. She said most of the time she was alone, whether she was getting ready for her evening or just spending time working out on her own. There were moments that she liked the peace and quiet. She shows me she would run and listen to music. And I feel like she did this at the crack of dawn as well. This girl had some serious dedication, which screams military material. She wanted to prove to everyone in her life that she could do it. She shows me that there was a crowd of people that would not integrate themselves with everybody else. They would strictly hang with the men only. They were the biggest butt kissers. They didn't smile or laugh. They were constantly serious. She said that there were a few quiet ones as well, and they didn't really say much of anything at all, but she said she could read vibes well and she knew to stay away from them. Smart choice for her. She observed everyone around her and tried to stay away from the people that would not provide her uh, good energy in her life. Exactly. There was also a few superiors that she felt that might be a little racist, a little sexist, a little bit extra hard. They would have the greatest statistics and rankings. And from what she shows me, it got to their head. I would believe that all of that happens everywhere. Why would the military be excluded, especially in Fort Hood? Lots of horror stories from there. And here are just some of the names. Gregory Scott Morales, Brandon Scott Rosecrans, Freddie Benjingo Della Cruz Jr., Shelby Tyler Jones. I want to one day cover a few of these stories. We will. Vanessa wants us to do that too. She feels as though they also need justice just as much as she needed justice. Now, with that being said, she had witnessed very uncomfortable situations, including a man of authority, and he had a very long face with a square chin. He's white. He had curly hair. I think it's blonde. At the time this took place, he was almost in his 40s. From what I can see, Vanessa had witnessed him being inappropriate with other females and working directly with her. And I feel like she had come to the rescue because she knew that this woman was in distress from this man's advances. And of course, this man pretended as though he wasn't acting out in such a way, made some sort of lame excuse, but it also drew him to Vanessa. He was very attracted to her. Obviously, she was gorgeous. And he just started to communicate with her more and more. He would smile at her. And of course, this made her very uncomfortable because she already knew what had happened previously. She tried to avoid this man as much as possible. However, he would just somehow always manage to show up when she was alone or when she was trying to be alone or in peace. Love how these type of men just don't get the hint. 
These are the men that you want to stay the hell away from. Those are predators and they do not care if you are interested or not. Absolutely. And from what I can see, he definitely did cross the line with her on multiple occasions from suggestions to actually physically hurting her. I feel like he used his power within the military to take advantage. It looks as though he felt like he had some sort of power within and he made some suggestions that she definitely needed to side with him in order to get certain privileges in the future. I feel like she really came forward to him and was completely honest, told him that she really wasn't interested in a relationship of any kind and that she had a relationship and that she was in a solid foundation and she wasn't really looking for anyone. She also wanted to focus on her career at the moment. I even feel like she was very polite about it. Even when he made those advances towards her, she kept it at a very lighthearted moment. I even feel like when he came at her a second time, I feel as though this time he was very hands-on with her. I feel like he touched her breasts or something along those lines, but I feel like he made her feel very uncomfortable and she reacted very quickly. She told him no thank you and she told him he was making her very uncomfortable. He kind of snickered and left the situation. Did anybody witness this take place? I Yeah, actually. I feel one person had seen this take place. They may have been one of her male friends. I feel like he told her that he would help her out, maybe make a complaint for her as well. I don't feel like he suggested that he would talk to the guy, but she told him to stay out of it because she didn't want him to get in any sort of trouble. But that was her issue, and she kind of just wanted to handle it on her own. It's already very difficult for a woman in the military. As soon as you go in and talk about being sexually harassed, everybody is going to react differently, but they may pin her as a crybaby. That is exactly it. She wanted it to be very much under wraps. She did not want a reason to feel uncomfortable or feel like she couldn't make it through. But from what I can see, it really did mess with her mentally and emotionally, and she had nightmares about it. She didn't want to tell anyone about it, including her friends. And I feel like there was a secondary person who also witnessed his inappropriate actions as well. And who was that? That would be Aaron Robinson. I feel like it was his way of thinking she was into it. From what I can see, he built something up in his mind. He built up that he could potentially obtain her attention and that she would definitely be a notch on his belt. And I feel as though he became a little obsessed with the idea at this point because he built up a lot of inappropriate thoughts about her. I feel like he had spent a lot of time alone thinking about her. I feel like he followed her around a bit and he would try to stalk her schedule. Did he become obsessed with her? Pretty quickly, from what I can see, he would start having conversations with her. And at first he was very nice and he started to make some suggestions to her. He was always honest and upfront about having a girlfriend. But I think he also mentioned to Vanessa that he was getting to a point in his relationship where he wasn't happy anymore. I feel like they actually talked in depth about his relationship Maybe something like a run. I keep seeing something dark sky, a drink. I don't necessarily feel like they left the army base. It was just a conversation though. How long did this go on? In her mind, it felt like an eternity because he had started to get more and more intense as time progressed and became a bit of a stalker and she kind of felt his vibes were pretty off. 
I do feel like she wasn't harassed by that 40-year-old anymore because she put the complaint in and they did report it. So he was kind of told to stay away from her. I do not feel like this was the first time that this 40-year-old man had a complaint against him about sexual harassment, which is why I believe they took it seriously this time. I don't feel like it was ever recorded, though, that first time. I feel like she was focused on the superior, and she didn't want to spend too much time worrying about Robinson. I don't even see why these men have to be turned on by a female being on base and turn it into something sexual. Can't you just leave them alone? Oh, yeah. She said it happened a lot, even with other people, but the other people were very respectful of her and didn't try to cause her any problems. There were just a few creepy ones. She wasn't the only one to have this happen to her, though, and sometimes a lot of the guys would treat her badly because they felt like she didn't belong there. I feel like some people had an issue with her heritage and from where she was from, so they really just came down harder on her, especially being a female. I definitely agree with you there. I feel like there was a connection to her and her Mexican background. And I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways because it's the truth and it needs to be said. I feel as though Donald Trump had put out a stipulation at the time about people being in the USA from other countries like Mexico while this whole wall thing was happening. And this person kind of being an influencer on social media in a very big way, trying very hard to manipulate the living shit out of his followers. And I feel like because he put so much hatred against people in Mexico and other countries, it gave these people in the USA this very like-minded attitude to throw stones at people like Vanessa. I definitely agree with that. It's sort of like organized religion. There are certain aspects about religion that exclude certain individuals from it. For instance, being trans or being gay, there are a lot of stipulations in place in certain organized religions that make it very uncomfortable for the LBGTQ community. Absolutely. Coming down on any sort of culture or background based upon what their leader is doing is not okay. And that is exactly what happened here. And this is exactly why this happened, because there's so much hate out there. And no one sees anything wrong with it because the leader is telling them that it is okay. So after things started to get uncomfortable for Vanessa, what happened next? She shows me that Robinson had started to come to her about his sexual problems. She says it made her very uncomfortable and she told him she was not interested in communicating about it at all. He told her he was having dreams about her, which wasn't true. I think he was more so just fantasizing about her and trying to make it seem like something more romantic. Did his girlfriend at the time have any involvement in this at this point? I don't believe so, but I feel like he had asked her for a threesome at some point in the relationship. How did things escalate and uh, why? I feel as though something snapped in his brain. I don't feel like it had anything to do with Vanessa or anything along those lines. I see that the rejection was just the last straw for him. I keep seeing that he had issue upon issue upon issue and he was dealing with it all at once and he cracked. I feel like when he involved his girlfriend, he really just made a call to her letting her know that he needed to take care of somebody and that this person had screwed him over and that he was very mad at them and he wanted to take care of them right away. I also feel like he spent a few days stalking her location, trying to find out her steps, basically what she had planned to do next. 
And because he was, you know, able to get her alone, I feel like he kind of forced her in the back of the trunk. I feel like his girlfriend was there with him at the time, and I feel like they hit her over the head with something. I don't feel a gun, maybe a baseball bat or something along those lines. I see it being a long object, maybe a pipe. He then drove to the location and killed her with his girlfriend Cicely's help. I feel like she had a major role in actually killing, even more so than, of course, disgust. And when, you know, she came forward, I feel as though he was yelling at her and she was yelling at him. And it seems like they were both in a very chaotic moment. Vanessa shows me that they were very disorganized and both of them had no regard for her life. The girl was very desperate and she did not want to lose this man. So she went along with it. Do you think it could have been like a tire iron potentially? Because I know those are in military vehicles in most vehicles. It could definitely be. Vanessa was just definitely in the wrong place at the wrong time with these psychopaths. I'm not really understanding, though, why women are like this and they hold on to these men that are completely unhinged and go along with the stupidity. Definitely. I feel like this girlfriend is playing very dumb because there's a lot of details she left out, of course, because she didn't want to get herself into more trouble. But I keep seeing this woman writing a book at some point about her experience with this particular Erin Robinson person. And I feel like she's going to claim that she was suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. I definitely think uh, it was great that they were able to get the Vanessa Guillen bill passed, though. Absolutely. It was needed. I am glad that the sisters worked so hard to make it happen. I feel like there's going to be more involved with more bills passing surrounding the military. And I feel like there's going to be some futuristic things that come forward within the next five to seven years. I feel like there's going to be much more involved with exposing certain things happening in the military. And we will be covering a few other cases at some point down the lines about the military and there's going to be a lot more changes to protect our females and military of other ethnic cultures. There will be a lot of protection involving the LBGDQ rights as well. And although we currently use a lot of mind control tactics in the military, and what I mean by that is trying to break them and crack them and see how much they can endure, I feel like there's going to be a lot of that removed and we're going to be able to go in a more peaceful manner. There's going to be a lot of changes and a lot of people are not going to be happy about it, but it needs to happen. There are a lot of people that are currently in the military that are unwell and should not be representing any sort of army. I feel like they're going to take things a lot more seriously and I feel like it will eventually get to a better place, but it's going to be a while. Does Vanessa have anything else that she would like to say? She does want to indicate one other thing before we move on to the stuff she wants to say to her family, but she did want to mention that the 40-year-old man who was her superior also tried to assist Robinson and getting away with this situation. And I feel like he actually knew before anyone else did. And I feel like he tried to help him because he felt like this was Vanessa's fault. Her family now, (laughs) she worries a lot about her mom. Her mom was her favorite person in the entire world. She worked way too hard. In fact, she shows me like her hands were 
bleeding she worked that much. She shows me that she got her work ethic from her mom and she wanted to make sure her mom was not only proud but was also able to kind of buy her something like a house. She wanted to do this for her mom. She shows me that she had a lot of regret about not opening up about what happened. She said that she allowed this group of individuals to harass her way too long and it cost her her life. She wishes she had opened up a lot more about it and she's telling me to tell everybody else that if you are being sexually harassed in your work, even if it's not the military, anywhere, you need to report it not only to the authorities, the company, but other people like, you know, your friends and family. Document it. Write a journal. Do what you need to do to give yourself a little trail so that the right person can be held accountable if anything ever does happen. She wishes she had documented things instead of brushing it under the rug. She says that she is a very strong woman And she says that being a woman that is being sexually harassed in the military is not your fault. And she wants me to repeat that over and over again. She wants everyone to know it is not your fault. I have one more question for Vanessa. Has Erin Robinson tried to come and communicate with her since this situation? A very good question. She shows me he did try to communicate with her. And she shows me he had completely changed. She shows me that he apologized for his actions and wanted to do right by his grandmother and he had so much shame in it. I'm not sure how close they were, but from the looks of it, it looks as though he really just wanted forgiveness and she had a lot of extreme emotions about this, but she shows me that she forgave him anyway. It's definitely a hard one to forgive somebody for doing that to you. I really feel like she forgave him more so for herself than anything else. She shows me that it wasn't all his fault either. She said, yes, he's the one who did it. But she says that she would have still received that same kind of treatment throughout the years. She shows me the issue is definitely bigger than him, but she doesn't go anywhere near him or go anywhere around him. She just wants everyone to know she forgave him. This was a very eye-opening episode for sure. Definitely one of those episodes where we put ourselves out there with our own personal experiences and opinions and people may not agree with them. I'm really not on either side, just the side of the truth. I agree with that. It doesn't matter who you are as long as you're making the right decisions. Well, I want to thank Vanessa for coming forward to speak with us. I know that she was not uh, comfortable with it, but thank you for doing so. Next week, guys, as you know, we will be dropping two episodes for you. One episode is on my birthday, which will be the UFO episodes. You guys have no idea. We've been waiting very, very long, and I'm very excited to do this. We've been planning this for about eight months. (laughs) Absolutely. And for our one-year bonus episode, since we've been in business on this podcast for one year on the 21st, we decided to give you guys a special episode, which will be the episode of Princess Diana Part 2. We may even have an appearance of the Queen of England. I feel like it's really hard for her to agree to do anything because she doesn't like to talk about things that happen behind closed doors. My only saving grace, I think, is that my name is Elizabeth and that I'm from Canada because we worship the queen over here. Well, I can't wait until next week. You guys will definitely not want to miss either one of these episodes. 
They're both going to be very, very good. And remember, guys, we still need 35 more patrons in order to obtain the episode of Eileen, the first American woman serial killer. If you guys want to be able to listen to that episode this month, we need you guys to get us to that point by January 30th. So become a patron, download Podbean, listen, share with all your friends. Let's get this going. Until next time, guys, stay freaked out. Thank you.